Hello everyone. Welcome back to the new episode of podcast Recruit Yourself. Today we're going to talk about how to make the decisions. So when I was recruiting myself, one of the key factors was about how I was using the time which I talked about in the previous episode and the next step was about how I was making the decision too. So today I'm going to share with you also key eight mental models I really use to make the decisions which really helped me to recreate myself. About myself, a little bit of intro, I'm John Masood Pervez, founder of VSTR Group and in my professional life I'm a chief information officer or digital transformation director. So no, get back to the point. Is this hard for you to decide or often facing indecision issues or are you in situations where you need to make a big decision then this is a great episode for you to follow through because I like I said I'm going to share with you a total eight mental model I used in my own life which I helped me significantly to recreate myself and if you, you can use that one to recreate yourself and make a better version of yourself and become more successful so what I was doing back then in my earlier life, what I was wanted to achieve in my career was very clear to me. I think that was one of the things really helped me about seeing things more clearly and having more clarity in the mind. Maybe I will share with you in another future episode. But how did I do it? But until 26, my career goal was two and it's specifically about two one i want to become a cio and wanted to reach one of the top leadership role in any in, in it functions in an organization number two uh, my passion was about doing research i even i graduated from school i continued doing the research in computer science so my i wanted to turn that to passion to my phd degree very clear goal I was pursuing them and since I was in school, I was outside the school, I moved to another country for working, but I, I was moving forward, keeping that goal forward. So now, how did I fall into a major decision problem? And this is so why I it just I created my own hole myself. And when we set up a goal, it's so much important that I have realized that to really figure out how it relate to my bigger picture of my future me. So on this one, I will tell you right now what was my issue. So when I achieved my uh, um, first goal, it was good. And then I go for when I achieve my second goal, which is like I was working parallelly, not one after one, it was working parallelly. So when I achieved my second goal and got my first four offer to enroll in a PhD degree, by the time I have not achieved my first goal yet actually, it was going for the second because I was really young. I was like around 20 at that time, 20, 23 um, years old only. So I get four PhD offers and I need to um, enroll. I applied all of this one and I've tried different track, different universities. Um, and I realized that I made a huge mistake in my goal settings. And that's so much crucial for everyone um, to understand when you're setting your goals. The second goal was okay for me the years back when I was so young, but over time as I have progressed well on related to my goal number one, so it's not a really right fit for me anymore. So I, I, I felt it before that I am 
I should not be just thinking about a PhD. Um, as I have making great progress from my first goal to be chief of, of IT uh, in an organization function uh, on that on that and but I was keep pursuing and telling myself no I want to get a PhD and it was more like an ego driving goal setting that time that was deep inside me when I asked myself I figured out it's a ego driving goal setting the goal number two um, back the time, all my research work was in information technology industry, and my job does not require a PhD too. And research is my passion. That's why I, I do I, all those research works I was doing. Uh, and my research all is about doing research in computer science and engineering, which is supposed to be. That's how I think. It's it's it's, it's a is an extended functions of my uh, my goal number one to be be the the top leader of IT division of a company. So my question was that time that why don't I do a research which can bring value outside the IT industry rather than what I'm doing right now just in IT industry? That shouldn't be a much better person than what I am pursuing that time. And. That realization comes when I actually had the offer for offer in my hand. And the answer was very clear that yes, I should be doing research outside the computer science industry because that will help me to practice and build a lot more additional skill set what I was I was constantly practicing in my in in my in my different role in computer and and, and in my career to become a chief information officer. But now, the biggest obstacle and the fear come kicked in immediately because if I drop the PhD for offers and move to uh, a, a research topic completely outside of computer science, it is a significant matter of losing everything what I have done so far to get the PhD offer. And that will be also seen as a cost of giving away all my last years of research work and all this application processing, all the study about, all this conversation with all those um, professors, all this research work. I have to give it away. The result will be almost zero. I, yeah, I've got some skill that how to do it, and now I know how to do it. I, I, I have seen how to make it work, how to do this right research on different industries, and how to, at different universities, at different professors, different research topics, and build that research paper and, and proposals and submit all those things. I have learned how to do it, but I have to give it a, the big achievement, that biggest achievement, which is the goal number two that got in four offers. So now, how did I solve it? First of all, I want to say it was hard. Making great decisions is one of the hardest thing to do. And that's exactly why people get paid for making great decisions. No one tell me that time. I have learned it after. But I'm telling, let's go back to my 23, how I do this one is about. So, 
it's all about taking actions to handle them, right? So I realized that most of the time I was afraid about something because I did not make the actions and make a proper plan for that. That is what I did not see the full risk and full pictures and how it's an impact on me. So that moments I have learned to develop a seven mental, eight mental model actually to make my decisions, which I'm gonna share with you. Model number one, jump to one boat. So what I did that time is about, I realized that if I'm, I'm, I'm doing this for PhD or, or I'm gonna do this social work, it's like, it's, it's a maze. I mean, <laughs> I just need to jump to one board. And then I will be able to go where I want to go. So one morning I just write down emails to four universities and send them thank you letter for their offers. And, and I just unreal, un enrolled from all those four offers. It was super hard, but I realized it's really challenged me. Um, and I just, what I did in my computer, I just go to my computer, open a new folder, social research program. And I didn't know how to name it. So just put it on a social research program and and this is an empty program, empty, empty folder, but that's the start. Yes, I'm gonna move to build research work outside computer science engineering, IT matters, IT industry, and that's the start. So model number one was jump to one boat. The metal model number two, I use this one, is about fear to fuel. Yes, I was afraid to lose everything. I could absolutely be failed about doing the social work, social research work, all this research work outside computer science and engineering, uh, which really worked well. That's why I'm a, I'm a founder of the VSTR group. But fast forward that time, I didn't know that I would be able to create an organization like VSTR group. I had, had no idea and I have, no vision thinking about that it will be one day an organization like VSHR group. But that movement for me was for so important is about looking at what will happen to me. And all the thing was I was thinking seeing at that age is about being brutally failed and look like a loser who just gave up four PhD offers and years of work. But then I was afraid of losing everything, but I realized that actually this fear is good as long I use as my fuel to ensure that everything I everything I do and focus and do this social work research work in disciplined manner. Because without a fear, fear, I would be overconfident, cocky, and maybe putting, I would not be putting my best effort as well too. So that's why I, I reverse the fear to foil. That's some mental model number two.
Mental model number three is about create a work ethic example. And I'll tell that back the time I thought that, yeah, I was, I was doing great. I have a full-time work. I have done numbers of um, scientific conference paper publication in IT like compared to all of my colleagues and my friends. They don't do it. I do it. So I'm definitely doing more than other people at my young age. I was been very confident about it. So I was, <laughs> that's, that's so dumb. I, I know that right now. But I was having my full-time career and also doing the research work on my own. But then back the time, I, I, I had a chance to see a content from Elon Musk and realized that, damn, I can improve my work ethic a lot more than what I'm doing. And then I rebuilt my whole work ethic model from that one too. So that's why that is about, mental model number three was about turning, create a, your own work ethic example. And there's a lot of great example out there. So I looked all of it after Elon Musk and I was picking out the things from different people about work ethic, how they work, how, how they think about long hours, how they deal with the long hours and put it all together and build my own work ethic example and I pushed for it. So that was one of the reason is about I was using that, that fuel out of fear to put it to work like it is an engine to which can move forward right now. Number four, work ethic, uh, um, mental model was about lifetime, lifestyle decision. Back then, I used to have a lot of friends. I was very social. I went out uh, very often during the week and, and the weekend as well too. I realized that I need to walk away from the lifestyle and build a new lifestyle for what I wanted to achieve. Sorry, my friend. I know that many of them, some were still angry with me because I was... I was a little bit harsh at walking away that time, but I didn't have any other alternatives. Because I realized that I have a full-time work, so and I wanted to do, um, and I've given up, I paid the price of my four PhDs offer and all the work I've done. So now I'm starting doing this research work outside computer science and engineering. It has to be successful. So I use the mental model number, model number two, which is about using the fear, turning to fuel, and that fuel I put in a work uh, mental model number three, which is a work ethic example, so which it turned into an engine inside me to make the progress. And now what I need is about, I need to have my lifestyle to facilitate that engine. That means I build a track to, to drive that engine forward. So, that was a mental model number four as our lifetime decision. Now, in terms of the mental model number five is about, I was re be ready to fail. I knew I can just completely fail about it, but I just, I'm just taking a huge risk. So I plan for those downtime, weekends, uh, off hours, for building this new research program. So I was not using my regular time because regular time is the one I was putting to my regular day jobs. 
um, my work, my professional career, and I was putting all this other time after my job time into this building, uh, this social program. So that's why my, I could significantly drop the risk of affecting me this whole thing. Yes, it was just putting more hours, so it, it make me work more, but as I am not taking any risk and I am ready to fail, so it was not a really a, a, a painful thing for me because it's quite, sounds like after a while it start to make like a fun for me because I'm not afraid of failure. I'm not affecting my, my career, which is my goal number one, which is very important for me as well too. So I had to throw away all different hobbies like weekend nights, playing sports, badminton, tennis, hanging out with the friends, coffee time with my friends. I cut them to almost zero to, to, to drive that forward and facilitate the new lifestyle which I was building. So that was the mental model number five. In terms of mental model number six is about, I have decided to create new hobbies. Create new hobbies. That's the, the mental model number six. I give away tennis, badminton, and realize I need to build new hobbies because when I build new hobbies, then I it just happened to me like an autopilot. I It takes around normally 58 days repetitive work to turn into a habit. So I really pay attention when I, I was making some new hobbies and, and then track them for almost two to three months of time and then it embedded me as one of my character traits already because it's become my hobbies. So I was really focusing about building right new hobbies. Uh, that really facilitated me to, um, to drive forward uh, on my journey to build a, a research program uh, moving forward. Even I know that it's a huge risk and I'm throwing away a lot of stuff. So that was the um, mental model number six. Mental model number seven was about productivity at its best. So about these decisions, what I have done is about, it was a game changer for me in that time. I realized there was so much time I can save just waking up a little bit early, having a very disciplined evening, and using a laptop with shortcuts, browser controls, and I could do a significant amount of time out of my thing. The way I was using computer, because I was spending a lot of time in the computer, so this small thing can help me to save a lot more time out. Like an example, I could even squeeze to one or two hours a day. So that means in a week, I actually squeeze the hour almost seven to 14 hours. That's a lot of hours. That means if it's a 40 hour work week, and if you're 10 or 10 hours out of it, that means I got just bonus 25% of my hours in a week. And then I can compound it over months, years, how amazing it will be. So that was my decision is about, I really focused about productivity at that time. Decision with, to take the best effort on the productivity. Now mental model number eight, priority is everything. So in this decision model, what I've done is, done is about, for me, 
I get priority to both my work and also my social program. Because my priority of my work means my professional career, which is, I was going for goal number one to become a CIO or, or, or IT director, a track. That's very important. That's my priority number one. And I also have my own research program. So I, and, and always every moment I was so obsessed that I, I used to even say like that, like, um, I live two person life at the same time. I was like <laughs> a lot of person that saying this one, Hey, I mean, who you are and say, Hey, I have two lives, one life, my professional life. This is one person, John. And another person, John is about the social program development. So I separate them very clearly and I allocate the priority on that one. So for me, working on my first goal, becoming the, the CIO, and then also making the social program a successful research was my second priority. And then everything else was after that. And it was very clear to me. And I keep them separate as well too, and allocated additional hours and to move them forward too. So that was the decision mental model number eight. So as if you are going to take a big example or like big decisions mm -hmm. or, or you recreate yourself could be one example too. Um, uh, are you thinking you could do better in your another job, thinking to start up a new business or thinking you are not the right career right now, you don't want to make a shift in your career or, or you have a desire to do something as a side hustle means developing an income stream uh, beside your present full-time job or trying to lose weight to get into shape. This all's actually come down to one thing because you're trying to recreate yourself. So my last point on this one, don't be afraid. Make the right plan and take bold action. And not just one day, but every day for months, years. And the result will definitely surprise you. You will surprise yourself without any, without any, 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 anything we want to think about. All right. Thank you for joining today's podcast uh, episodes. Go ahead and, and check out the other podcast episode two, which previously uh, launched already. So that was about the, the first one, how to allocate your time to recruit yourself too, because time is a big factor. So thank you very much. Go ahead and check out the previous episodes and the next episode will come in the next week. Stay with me and keep enjoying your journey to recruit yourself. And I'm here to give you the biggest clap. All the best.